0: Tonight, take all the glory, bless your people, and let tonight be a special night. Amen. Let your name be glorified. Amen. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And the saints say the loudest, Amen. Please be seated. God bless you. Let's adjust to the front. Student of the heads that are sitting farther back, and education student adjust more to the front. So that I can know that you are part of us. The Lord will help you to laugh in the name of Jesus. We are reading Genesis chapter 21 verse 6. Let me turn to your neighbors say, you will laugh by force. <laughs> this month you will laugh. The Lord will grace you with the gift of laughter. Alright, let somebody read another fashion for me. Genesis chapter 26. 21 Verse 6. Another fashion if you are there. That's what we are reading. Because it's a month of celebration, it's a month of laughter. It's a month of laughter. Are you there now? And that translation. That translation. Good news translation says, The Lord has made me to laugh, and all that hear my story will rejoice with me. I pray people will rejoice with you. Some of you are not saying amen. amen. This month you will cook your love rice for us. Amen. Okay, if your body is this one, stand up and shout hallelujah. Your body is this one, stand up again and shout hallelujah. Alleluia. Ah, even Esther. Okay, you buy bread or the love for us. Praise God. It's your month of celebration and you are going to celebrate. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Romans chapter 5, put on Romans chapter 5, verse 17. So, love means to celebrate. And when we are talking about laughter, we are talking about becoming the celebrant. Yeah. That's why you are saying, I have something to celebrate. Look at it. If by one man's offense, death rain through the one much more, those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the world. Another one, people that receive the grace of God and the gift of righteousness, will celebrate throughout their lifetime. They will become the celebrants. They will know more. Reigning means celebrating God's faithfulness, celebrating God's goodness, celebrating God's mercy. And that will be your story in the name of Jesus. Okay, point to your neighbor say, this month, you will become the celebrant. You will become the celebrant. You will have a reason to celebrate in the name of Jesus. You remember yesterday, I was telling you things that make you laugh. And one of the things I talk about is good news, gift of faith, and resting in the Lord. Tonight, I will take laughter to another level. Which is becoming the celebrant in Christ. Becoming the celebrant in Christ. It's not only your birthday that you celebrate to. God can give you a reason to celebrate. Like if you hear good news of promotion, you can decide to celebrate. Like the wedding that we're expecting, sister. Uh, Seekers' wedding that is coming. Already the cows are waiting to be slaughtered. And the rice and the are ready. It shall be our day of celebration and joy in Jesus' name. Yeah. And it shall be a day of rejoicing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Okay, there are so many things to celebrate. You can celebrate anniversary also. Your wedding anniversary. You can celebrate it. Another thing is that you can celebrate every Sunday. When you that's why they call us our major dome, you Anytime we are coming to church, we are going to celebrate. We are not going to mourn. We are celebrating the blessing of God upon our life, and we can also have one reason or the other to celebrate. In fact, if you are somebody to Manuro, there will be so many celebrations in your life, so many things to celebrate, so many because you can count it. Like if Tosi is celebrating now, it is my celebration. If uh, David is celebrating, it is my celebration. If Brad that is is my celebration. If say he celebrating, is my celebration. So I can have celebration throughout the year. Because I have people all around me that are celebrating throughout the year. I can rejoice in their own rejoicing and be part of their celebration. If you have a mind of becoming the celebrant, you can celebrate throughout the year. And God can also make you happy throughout the year, He can make you happy. God is able to do exceedingly above all that you are able to think or act of him. God can make you the celebrant. That all the days of your life you have one reason or the other to be happy. And I pray for you before the end of today that I'm preaching. You have a reason to be happy. Is that possible? Becoming the celebrant. If death can reign every day because of the sin of Adam. If death can reign and death is real Everywhere you see the reality of death. And you are surprised about the way death is killing people by chance, by mistake, by not thinking, by thinking death is rain. To so the extent that they said, even people that are eating, they are eating so that they will not die. People that are fasting today, they are fasting so that they will not die. That everybody is afraid of death. Why are we afraid of death? Because death is raining. Every day you say it. Just on the social media today, they posted a guy, two guys that took their friend because they were envious and killed him. They slaughtered him. He was about to buy a land. They said he has so much money. He's boasting that he's making money in Yahoo. So they asked him to come and buy a land. He said he wanted to build a house. He said he was suspicious that these two friends are not Friendly. They brought out the cutlass, But I didn't go to At and they kill him. And the person called, called, told his wife he's going to meet his friend. So the, the police are saying you are the prime suspect. Because you are the person he called us, you are the person who was saying going to meet me. So eventually he confessed, I killed him. He said, But why did you kill him? He said, I was envious of him. So i have just told you one note. There are so many stories of death. So you know death is raining. Raining on human beings every day. Stories of death everywhere. You can't open the paper and not see stories of death. The Bible says, death rain through Adam's Sin. Death rain. Death is real and raining. through Adam, Adam, Adam's sin. It says much more. Those of us that receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, we are going to reign also in life. As death is feasible, threatening, so also we are going to reign and celebrate throughout life in Jesus' name. Amen. And people wonder, which kind of life are you living? You are always happy. It's because if death is reigning by the sin of Adam, we also we are going to reign through the death of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Much more. Those people that receive abundance of grace... And of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Say, I will reign in life. I will not suffer in life. I will become the celebrant in life. I will enjoy the blessing of God in life. What does it mean to become the celebrant? Number one, you look out for his benefit. Somebody say, ah, Pastor, what are you talking? Why should we look out for the benefit of the Lord? Why should we look out for the benefit of the Lord? Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget his benefit. Psalm 103, put on Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Verse, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit. God has not called you to serve him in vain. You have not given your life to Christ in vain. There are benefits in you giving your life to Christ. We are not just calling you to a life of religion. Or a life of we Where we manipulate you to give. And we manipulate you to serve. Or we manipulate you to pray. Or we manipulate you to be happy. Or we hype you. To feel high when you are here. As if you are drunkard. And when you get home. Your sadness continues. No. That's not the life of Christianity. Jesus said. I have come so that they may have life, and have life abundantly. John ten ten. So, and the psalmist is saying now, bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget the benefit that you have in the Lord. In other words, look out for the benefit. When you come to the church, you look out for the benefit that God has prepared for you. First Peter, don't remove it from here. I'm just quoting to affirm this because I know some religious people will say you are not safe to be blessed. They want to contradict God's word. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9 it says, "You have been safe to inherit blessing. You are, you are not safe to just be clapping and be dancing, and nothing tangible is happening in your life. If you are safe, you are safe to be blessed. You are not safe to be mocked. Because one of the reasons why Christians suffer is because they have a wrong mentality towards blessing. They say, you are not, you are safe, you are safe to serve. As if you are not safe to enjoy. There is nobody that serve God that will not enjoy his blessing. God will not save you to suffer. Sammy says, bless the Lord. Okay, this one says, not revealing, uh, reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing. Knowing that you are called, you are safe. So that you might inherit the blessing. The blessing will not be yours if you are not safe. But now that you are saved, you are saved so that you can inherit the blessing of God. What is the blessing of God? Prosperity. What is the blessing of God? A good life of earth. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in it even as your soul prospereth. It is the will of God for you. Above all things, you prosper, you are in good earth. So, the psalmist, put back on the psalmist, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. What are the benefits in salvation? What are the benefits in giving my life to Christ? What are the things that God has prepared for me because I have given my life to Christ? What are the things that he has been prepared for me to enjoy? What are the things? Look out for his benefit. Who forgives all your iniquity? That is number one benefit. Who heals all your diseases you can be sick like unbeliever but you are going to be healed you will not die in sickness you will recover and be restored hallelujah that is the benefit of being safe we are not safe without hope we are safe because we have a God that has power to save it's almighty God that can save us who redeem your life from death in other words, you dream death and dream death and dream death and dream death. And it keeps redeeming you and redeeming you and redeeming you. And you see the end of the year against all the wishes of your enemy. Your dream become a place. Your attacker become a place. Witches become a place. They are planning for you. God is thwarting, destroying their plan. He turned the cancel of Aetophel into foolishness. People are wishing you evil. But God keep on redeeming you from death. Who redeem your life from destruction? Who cry you with loving kindness and tender mercy. One of the benefits of serving God is that you are surrounded with favor. That is the benefit. You are not an ordinary person that emergency accident happened to. You are a child that is born in this city. You are surrendered with loving kindness and tender mercy. You are crowned with love. Why are you just loved? I don't know why. I don't know why. When I just see you, something me say, I should do you good. I don't know. Do I know you? I don't know you. You don't know me. But he has crowned me with loving kindness and mercy. I have seen that often and often in my life. That is the benefit of serving the Lord. Benefit of serving the Lord. Where other people suffer, you get there and faithful speak for you. That is why when we ask you to give your life to Christ, we are not asking you to come and give your life to Christ without benefit. Without benefit. There is benefit in serving the Lord. So, if you are going to become this celebrant, you are going to look for his benefits. In Luke chapter 15, there were three celebrants in Luke chapter 15 the first celebrant was a man that a woman that lost a sliver coin verse 8 the bible says she will light the candle sweep the house until she found it ay ya yeah ya 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 or what woman having ten sliver coin if she loses one coin does not light a lamp sweep the house and search carefully until she find it watch it verse 9 put on verse 9 and when she has found it she call her friend and neighbors together and say rejoice with me I have found the peace which I lost one of the things that you lost you lost when you are not without Christ was the benefit in God now that you have given your life to Christ you light your candle with the light of the Lord to see the benefit that was hidden in Christ You say, wait a minute that is my right what pastor preach about is my right why am I not prospering? Why are some people rich and I'm not rich? Why the same Lord over all, is rich unto them that call upon His name? Even when other people suffer, I cannot suffer because I have found it. You find your benefit that is missing in Christ, and when you find it, you rejoice because secret things belong to the Lord. But the things that were revealed have been given to us. And our children. Deuteronomy 29, 29, So it's for you to find. And how do you find? You search with the light of God. It is the light of God that helps you to find the Eden benefit. Psalm chapter 36, verse 9. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. Okay, Psalm chapter 36, verse 9. Put it there. Psalm 36, verse 9. Put it there. Quickly, 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 quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. For with you is a fountain of life. It is in your light that will see light. When God beams his light, you find the benefit of the Lord. You see things that you are looking for. With God is the fountain of life. The remaining of life is with God. When God beams his light, every benefit that is Lord that is missing, you pick it. You pick this. You heart to your life. You pick these benefits. You heart to your life. Like now, this month we pick laughter. We pick laughter. It's in Christ. Psalm chapter two, verse four: He that sits in heaven will laugh. If the one that sits in heaven is laughing, I cannot be mourning, because Ephesians chapter two, verses: He has raised up together with him to sit with him. If he's laughing while he's seated, I am also laughing. That he didn't benefit. He who sit in heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. People that are mocking him. But the Lord sit and is laughing. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 says that he has raised us together with Christ. And we are seated together with him in heavenly places. What is he doing in heavenly places where he's seated? He's laughing. So me too, I'm sitting down and I'm laughing. <laughs> See it. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What was Christ doing and God doing in heaven? Were they mourning, seated? No, they were laughing. So me too, I'm raised up, laughing at all times. Becoming the celebrant. How do I become the celebrant, number one? I look for the benefits in Christ. In Christ. In Christ. I look for the benefit of healing that is hidden in Christ. I look for the benefit of redemption from reduction. I live for the benefit of favor that is in Christ. I live for the benefit of forgiveness of sin. Come on, put it again. Psalm 103. We are reading verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and look out for his benefit. Don't forget his benefit. Look your dark eyes to be looking for the benefit of serving the Lord. Lord, I'm serving you now. It is benefit of serving you. I remember sometimes ago, years back, I was traveling to Lebanon with my wife and my, and my children. I think I had a deal with Mubaden, And we were attacked by armed robber in my fine regular Mercedes-Benz 230. So they blocked our car, brought out the gun, and they started harassing us. Somebody came to the side of my wife and pushed my wife down and entered. The other one opened my car. We stopped to buy something and enter this side, And he said, we are driving you. There are no kidnappers. But in those days, people used to track their vehicle, So if they want to take your car, in those days, they would drive you with the car so that you can demobilize the car. So that's what they wanted to do. And I said, no, I'm not following you. Something inside me said, no, 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 why should I follow you? I said, come, wait a minute. You want to take the car and carry me along. That's foolishness. Come on, get out. So he started shouting. They pointed the gun at me. But when they pointed the gun at me, I looked at the guy that was holding the gun beside me. That he was when he looked in my face, it was shaking. So I took the gun from him. So the other gun shouted. Said, he said, has taken the gun, no. He has taken the gun. So they all came out from the camp, pointed the gun at me. So I heard the guy that was afraid. I was pushing him to where they want to shoot. I was pushing the guy there. I was pushing. So I came out. So it became a mighty, a mighty drama. So and at the end, I pushed the guy down, and they shot. And when they shot, I had the gun. My wife said he saw them pointing the gun at me, and that they shot me. And he said they are shot. They didn't shoot me. Stand up. I'm alive. I'm this and that. He said check your body. They shoot at It's not the person they shoot that we checking his body. So and they carried the fake away. So and when they carried the fake away. Uh my mother came from home she had she came and said ah how can they do that to my son my son is a pastor why are you serving God?" i said no 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 my mother don't say that it's because i'm serving god that's why god has delivered me other people have died it is the benefit of serving god he has delivered me from destruction that god has been merciful to me and i said what is the car i can buy another one and my phone rang in the office that they have discovered my, fi- my car in today they abandoned the car he did not only deliver me from destruction; he also restored my car back to me. So where am I going? A Muslim in the college was coming to greet me. Sorry, I to on Monday. It happened on Saturday. On Monday in the office, they were planning to come and greet me. They entered the bus. As they entered, they say, ah, I want to see you more to him?" So he became annoyed. He said, "Muslim, say, Christian be drama people last like. He said, like drama, He said, "That's how your life is." I said, "Oh, it's true. What people thought is going to be ye yeah, it now turned to fame." And people say come here and say, "Jubilating with me." He said, hey, I'm going to Ah. And you have to to and you passed four four four. Nobody can stop you. Ah, we said it, we said it. It just turned to a testimony that morning. That is the benefit of serving the Lord. The Bible says it shall turn for you for a testimony. Whatever you are going through this year, it will turn to you for a testimony. It's one of the benefits of serving the Lord. The problem you are going through will not kill you. It will come for a testimony. Isaiah chapter eight, verse eighteen. I and the children that the Lord has given to me, we are for what signs? We are for what wonders? We are for what signs? We are for what every day enjoy miracle. For we are born to enjoy miracle. Who we'll satisfy your mouth with good things, so that your youth will look younger than our age. Because that is the benefit of serving the Lord. Then people look at us and say, ah, Are you up to 40? Are you up to 50? Because of our look, there is a renewal of youth as a benefit of the Lord. We look much more younger than our age. Praise God. Come on, praise the Lord. Number one way to become the celebrant in Christ is to look for his benefit what he has prepared as your benefit in Christ. Open your eyes. Look up to heaven. Raise your hands. Say Father, my eyes will be open. I will see the benefit of the Lord and I will enjoy them to the fullness. My eyes will not be closed against all my benefit in Christ. I have not been called to serve Christ in vain. My serving Christ will have reward. My mother called one of our old pastors when she was in my house before she died. I had that call. He said, ah, I said, He said, Jesus do so. Jesus pay me. She was saying it. And with one of my sons, and he is favoring me, I enjoy serving Christ. That is the testimony of saints. Following Christ has been rewarding. If you are following Christ, you gave your life to Christ and it's not rewarding to you, your eyes are not open to the benefit of serving Christ. We are children of grace. We are born in due season. There is a grace factor at work in our life. Even though we have limitations and weaknesses, because of his benefits, the grace factor takes care of our limitations. Grace is enough to take care of our background. Grace is enough to take care of our story and turn it to glory. The grace factor shows us its benefit and we become celebrant in life. Are you listening to me now? Look out for its benefit. Don't just serve Christ in vain. When you listening to the sermon, look out for the promise and the blessing. The benefit of serving the Lord. Those that come to God must believe that He is. Hebrew 11:6, verse 6 and He's a rewarder. Your coming tonight will not be in vain. You will pick a benefit in the Lord. He is only a dummy that will be safe and still be poor. There is a love, lot, lot enough benefit in serving the Lord. The step of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. For the Lord is happy with his ways. The Lord delighted in his ways. So, direction is a cheap benefit in knowing Christ. He speaks to you. He speaks to you. He said, don't go. Go. Stop. Come. Go. Come. Direction. These are the benefits of knowing Christ. Very cheap. He talks to you. Very cheap. And I can tell you testimony upon testimony upon testimony Lies are falling upon me in pleasant places. Yea, I have goodly inheritance. Psalm 16 verse 6. Under Christ, your inheritance is good for your blessing. And you'll be wondering, why has God faithed for me like this? Look at the person I marry. Look at the life that I live. Look at what he has done for me. Those are the benefits from the Lord. And you don't miss your benefit anymore in Jesus' name. Okay, when you get a job, they will say, This is your salary. And these are the benefits attached to your job. So, apart from the fact that you are going to heaven, there are also benefits. And at times, benefits outweigh even the salary at times. So, these are the benefits of serving Christ. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And do not forget his what? And the benefit of the Lord, they are real. You will not miss it in Jesus' name. As for you will not be looking sad. You will enjoy the benefit of the Lord, and we surrender in Jesus' name. Number two ways to enjoy or to become the celebrant in life so that we can rejoice with you is to trust the Lord for his courage. Let him carry you. I, I saw some people saying they say, Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go. My husband. I, I know you have heard it now. You are They say, carry me. They go. Car- Let him carry you. Let Christ carry you. In Luke chapter 15, that we are reading, we started from verse 8. The second celebrant was the lost sheep. Watch it. The lost sheep that misses his road. And the Bible says, the shepherd abandoned in 99. Co- continue. Let's start from verse 11. I think from verse 11. Verse 11. Quickly, quickly, quickly. No, no. From verse 10. Verse 10. Quick. Verse. Oh. Okay. Verse 9. cipher, verse 8? Verse 9. And when she has found it, she called her friend and neighbor together saying, Rejoice with me for I find the peace which I love. Put on verse 6. Talking about a shepherd. The first celebrant was about the shepherd. Verse 6. Verse 6. Quickly, verse 6. And when you come home, from verse 4, verse 4, rejoice. See, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. You rejoice in Jesus' name. What a man of you. Jesus was talking about God here. Yeah? Watch it. Luke chapter 15. Are you looking up? Okay. Having an hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost. Is the one that he's going after. This month, God will go after you. Amen. Like a shepherd that go after a sheep, God will go after you. Amen. He will care for you. Amen. It's not only your savior, it's your shepherd, it's your pastor. This month, God will pastor you. Amen. And take care of you in Jesus' name. Amen. And when he has found it, he's the one that find it. He finds the Lord's sheep. What will he do? He lay it on his shoulder. He did not use cane. Go back home. What will he do? He carried the lost sheep. And what will he do? Put it on his shoulder. Let's go home. Let's go home. He carries you. He carries you. And when he get home, he did not say, We are going to kill you so that you don't get lost again. What will he say? Rejoice with me. My sheep that is lost, I have found this month, God will carry you yeah. on his shoulder. Yeah. You will not miss your step. Yeah. He will pamper you. Yeah. He will show you love. Yeah. He will take care of you. Yeah. Like a shepherd, take care of his sheep. He will take care of you. Yeah. Psalm 23 verses 1 to 6. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I want. Everything that I want. Everything that I want, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want another one. Say, I have everything that I want. He makes me to lie down in great pasture. He's one that lead me beside the still water. Verse 3, look at verse 3. He restore my soul, He lead me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake Verse 4, yea, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For he is the one that is carrying me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Oh, what does he do? He prepare a table before me. God will prepare a table before you. He prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. And what happened? I can't hear you. I cannot hear you at all. I can't hear you. Say it again. Say my cup, run over. I say to you by prophecy, your joy will run over. Amen. You have overflowing joy. Amen. Abundant joy. Amen. excess joy. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That is the work of the shepherd. When you take God as your shepherd, it will carry you. I know some of you are taking God as a full and head. That's the way you take God. That is always carrying gun using charm rod. And you see? You know, that's what they do. They just whistle. And when a cattle is not behaving very well, and they put that rod, that cattle will run. Because they say their rod is not another rod, it's a rod of discipline. But he said, with his rod, he comforts me. The rod of the Lord. Bring comfort. And when he has found the Lord's sheep. He carries, it. And he said rejoice with me. So he is capable of carrying you. Let him carry you. Then you become the celebrant. Because when God carries you on his shoulder. He will pamper you. We pamper you. You will give him delight. That he has found you. He will carry you. Some of you think that before you are safe. God take care of you. But now that you are safe, he doesn't care about you anymore. That's the way you think. That God loves sinners more than you. Some, some of you think that if you are just born again, God hear your prayer speedily. Lord, I need bread. 500 naira bread. He will give it to you. But when you are born again, say, God, I need a bag of rice. Say, Kilo need Right to your need. God is not like that. God is a shepherd, He's not just a shepherd. Is a loving father. The Bible call him everlasting father. Everlasting. I read the story of two people. I read their story. Let me give you two quick stories. And I will move to the next one. There was a man that was going through a turbulent time. And God showed him a vision. He must have read it before. And he saw that in his journey of life. When he was on a valley. He saw two steps walking side by side. And God showed him another picture. When he was climbing a mountain, he said, one footstep. So he woke up and told God, now I see why I suffer. When I was walking through the valley, you walk by my side. But when I was climbing the mountain, I walk alone. You are nowhere. God said, "No, no, 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 no. You are missing my message. I was telling you, when life is comfortable with you, I became your friend. I walk by your side. But when you are climbing the mountain, I carry you. It is my step you saw. It is my step you saw. I was the one carrying you. Otherwise, you would have died. I was the one that carried you throughout the mountain. You didn't climb the mountain yourself. He you said, Sir, but why? He said, I was carrying you. It is my step you saw carrying you. That's why I said, If you are going to be this celibate, let God carry you this month. Let Him carry you. He said, That was the revelation I got so in. For some of you that are a little bit older, you will know that uh, that man shared that story a long time ago, around 80s. Yeah, you remember this story. It was a poster. God told me when I was in the valley, He walked with me. When I was climbing the mountain, He carried me. It was His step that I saw. That is a story that God can carry. There was also a man of God in this country. If I mention his name, you know him. He shared his testimony, how God take care of his. There is no pastor. They have never seen the pastoral hand of God in their life. Because you can never be a successful pastor if God does not take care of you. That's something you don't know. That's why one of the reasons why we are pampered. Pastors are most pampered people. If you're a pastor, God must take care of you for you to know how he takes care of his children. That's the truth. So he said, years back, he has no money, no food in his house. You must have heard it. It's on social media. He said, there was no money, there was nothing, no salary, no money, no foodstuffs. So, and they were having money devotion. So he said, he called his chair and told them, God does not have a grandchild, he does not have a grandchild, as I'm his child. Are you born again? Say yes. Are you born again? Say. are you born again? He said, so, I'm not your father. Who? God is your father. And the problem in this house is that, me, old, there is no money, and I don't have food foodstuffs. So, we are going to tell the everlasting father, the baba of baba everybody to provide our needs say you what do you need this one says, i need conflicts you what do you need i need golden this one i need meat. this mommy says, i need a bag of rice this i need oil he say, let's write father 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 this is the need of your children i'm not their father you are their father i cannot kill myself <laughs> provide for them oh me i'm going to the office i cast all my cares on you so he say, in jesus name they all said amen he said, as he was coming by, she ran towards him. Daddy, all that we pray for, the father has answered. Oh, there is truly a father. Somebody brought a car loaded with food. godima was there. Conflict was there. Oil was there. Rice was there. Everything was there. The father, the father take care of his own. If you belong to God, he will shepherd you he will shepherd you. If God is not shepherding you. I was preaching a message like this almost about how many years ago? Maybe 20 years ago. Either the caring nature of God. I don't know what I was preaching. But I said on an evening like this. I said God care to the minutest detail of your name because it's a shepherd. That was what one of my professor daughter had. That was she had. She said it's not possible. That God knows my need. I said, Yes, God knows your need. He said, She was struggling as I was preaching. She just became a lecturer then. And she said, God, if you know my need, I need a bedroom Sleeper. To a surprise and my surprise, the next day, somebody knocked at her door and said, God asked me to give you bedroom Sleeper. She said, She started crying. She's my daughter now for life because of that singular message. He I never had anybody preaching about the caring nature of God except you and when you preach it I challenge you in my spirit that is a lie let God take care of you let him carry you stop worrying yourself God is not only a savior we have been preaching about a savior nature of God we are not pre- preaching about a shepherd God so people always look at God as somebody that saved them from hell not somebody that is willing to take care of their need so you are the one struggling for yourself. When he find the lordship, he carry it. Let him carry you. If you are going to laugh, then when he has come, we say rejoice with me. God can carry you and make you the celebrant. This month, the everlasting Father will take care of you. He will take care of you. He will remove your worry. He will take care of you. I say God will take care of you. I say God will take care of you. There are certain times when you become full of anxiety and you are worried in life. The only way to allow God to take care of you is to cast your cares on Him. Let Him carry you. Let Him carry you. Anytime I'm preaching about the carrying of God, I always remember my wife. I share your, the story with you. We were serving, and we are like the big brother. Then, what they say? I, I asked her, sister Mo, are you engaged? She said, "Don't worry, God will take care of me." Even me that was asking, I was shocked because even me I was afraid. Will like I marry? He said, "God will take care of me," and I now took care of her because God now used me. <laughs> when you are worried, you are full of worry and care. You head up, carry your whole load. Push it to God. God will ask somebody to carry your load for you. Let God take care of you. Let him take care of you. How many of you, by taking thoughts, can add to his lifespan? How many of you? Don't kill yourself. Let God carry you. And this month, God will shepherd you. He will take care of you. Okay, say it like my wife. Say, God will take care of me. Say, God, God will take care of me. God will take care of my need. Of my need. Say, my three times. Amen. 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 You know, we are talking about how to become a celebrant. I'm teaching you now the basic route to become a celebrant. Number one, look for his benefits. Number two, trust his courage. Let him carry you. Number three. Focus on his goodness, not on your perfection. Focus on the good nature of God, the kind nature of God. Focus on the beautiful thing about God. Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Okay, you know we are x Luke chapter 15. The first was the lordship that the shepherd carry and rejoice over. The second was looking for what was lost the third was the prodigal boy and the elder brother. The elder brother will look at himself in the mirror and said, I am fine. I am hardworking. I am good. I have a good nature. I am obedient. I do everything that pleases God. And he was struggling to please the father. Watch me. Watch this revelation. The younger brother was not good. But he was always looking at the good nature of the father. My father is good. My father is perfect. My father take care of his staff. My father give his staff food. My father give his staff money. My father has a good nature. Watch it now. The one that is always focusing on the good nature of the father was always asking for more things from the father. Father, give my inheritance. Carry the father's inheritance. Wasted it. Even while he was lost, far away was saying, Ah, in my father's home, there are so many higher servants that my father is treating well. My father is good. Why should I be here sovereign? I will go to my father and say to him, Even if I'm not worthy to be a son, I prefer to kukuma be your servant. Because even servant in your hand. You are treating them well. Sha, 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 sha. There are so many preachers in our own time. They have assassinated the character of God. They preach that God is wicked. They preach that God is a consuming fire. They preach that God killed. They preach that God is not good. So even when we focus God, we are not looking at the good character of God. So we don't want to trust Him. We don't want to ask for so many things from him. We don't want to rely on him. We don't know which side God is working on from this money. Whether it's house to destroy or it's house to save. So many people have assassinated the character of God because they are asking us to focus on our perfection so that we can please him. Instead of focusing on his goodness so that we can be blessed. What made the prodigable a celebrant the revelation was that his eyes was on the nature of God, not on his perfect side. If you focus yourself, you will see your flaws. You will never be qualified to be blessed or to celebrate in God's house. But if you focus on the nature of God, the goodness of God, the one that went about doing good and healing all that was sick, If that is your focus, you always have a reason to celebrate. Even when you fail, you want to come back to the house. You know it's not going to destroy you. And what are they preaching in the church today? Do good. Get good. Do bad. Get punished. That is the nature of God. My friend, God's nature is good. The Bible says that God is good. And in him, there is no darkness at all. His nature is good. God was giving me a revelation one morning. He said, Preach on my goodness. So I said, I'm going to be preaching on the goodness of God this Sunday. The goodness of God is about the wonderful message you can preach about grace. Grace gospel. As I was planning, the devil came back with all manner of thoughts. They are not qualified to be blessed. People that abuse you. People that talk at your back. People that. How can you preach these two good news? I say, it is the gospel. The gospel is too good news to be believed. It doesn't matter how human beings are, whether they are perfect or they are not perfect. That can never change the nature of God. To man, God is good. God is a good God. That is why at times we are surprised. There are people that are not supposed to be blessed. that are one that are blessed. Yes, we are surprised. We are the elder brother in the house of the father. I say, Lord, I'm doing everything to please you. Nobody else will be blessed. The father bypasses us and bless the heron people that are not even worthy. Why? Because it is what you focus about God that determines your blessing. Get the revelation. Don't miss it. You know, time when God teaches me this thing, I'm also worried. I say, Ah, God, how come I didn't know this thing, all these years? I see people that do Sunday school, that take communion, that go and drive fasting, that go and give in, that never disobey God's law, yet they suffer in life. Watch it now. They are there. Even pastors that stay on the mountain. Why? The nature of God that you see is what it will effect on your life. When you dwell on his goodness, I know my father is good. I know my father is loving. I know my father is kind. I know my father is wonderful. I know my father is a wonderful counselor. I know my wa- father is all good God. That same nature, will give back to faith and propel you to receive more from God. Even when you mess up, he will cleanse you and bless you again, because that is what you are focusing. Yea, I have loved you with an everlasting love, and I'm always surprised at times. The pastor will stand and say, "I am a product of grace and product of His mercy. Everything that you see and God using me is because His grace was so upon me." And they preach in law to their congregation. And disqualify them for the same blessings that they are enjoying. There is no genuine man of God. That will not tell you that he standing to preach in the first instance. Because of God's grace and mercy on his life. There is no genuine man of God. Because he takes the mercy and grace even to see God. And to see the manifestation of his power. But he will come and say no. You for you to be blessed. You have to do this and don't. Focus on your obedience. But when they go before God, they say, it's not because of my obedience that I stand. Oh, daddy, my obedience is a form of worship. I'm called to worship. Lord, even though you don't bless me, I will still give to you because you have done so much for me. Even though you don't do anything for me again, because you are too good to me, they will worship God, minister to God, give to God because of grace they will tell you that they are not doing trading with God but they will come out from a house of grace and pray to you that for you to be blessed oh, you have to do this for God question were they blessed in the first system because they were good or because God called them out of his grace and showed them mercy I have told you before how many of you in your mother's womb helped your mother when she was giving back to you How many of you, you are born by your own labor? Say, ah, no, pastor, I told my mother, take it easy, I'm coming out. Watch it, five minutes, I'm coming out. How many of you help your mother? How come, if you are born by grace, think that you can now please him by your work? Romans chapter four, verse two. If Abraham has anything to boast, definitely not before God. Because before God, no man can boast. We are all product of his grace. So we must focus his grace and his goodness. For if Abraham was justified by work, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Because nobody can boast against God. They qualify for what I have. Who are you? Even what you give as a seed, it was given to you as a gift. Come on. What do you talk about? I said he sacrifice. My friend, he owns your life. Our life is a life of worship. You owns nothing. Even when you are saying it's because what I did, it's because he has given it to you. If you don't have life, what will you give? Stop boasting. I see so many of you claiming grace, yet you are full of pride. And you are boasting. And that's why so many people are not having peace. Because when they look at themselves, They portray themselves as somebody that is perfect and obedient. No, 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 no. It is the goodness of God that has led us into repentance. Look at verse 3. Verse 3. Go ahead. Go to verse 3, verse 4. Then we go to Romans chapter 2, verse 4. Quickly, 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 quickly. Okay, for what does the scripture say? Abraham simply believed God and was accounted to him for what? Cheap work. Much reward. Cheap work. He just believed God and God said, my son, that certificate, you a degree of and righteousness. <laughs> he honor him with righteousness. Verse four. Now to him who walks, this way I'm going. The wages are not counted as grace, but as a debt. But God holds no man. Come on, we are all product of His goodness and mercy and blessing. God holds you nothing, even your life He owns he wants it so if we are called to eternal life of worship when we give our tithe we use it to worship him lord thank you a whole month i have worked you have blessed me lord i'm grateful you are just too good for me to be a qualified giver and not a qualified beggar lord i'm grateful when you are given an opportunity to sing lord thank you for the voice thank you you have made me qualified to do this it's a work of grace Anything you do, you cannot use it to boast before God. No, you are not qualified to boast. You are not qualified. God holds no man. Romans chapter 2 verse 4. Let's look at it. When you focus his goodness, you become a celebrant in life forever. When you focus his goodness, you become what? A celebrant in life forever. We are called to worship and we can only worship God when you are always focusing on on his goodness, or do you despise the riches of his goodness, the forbearance and long suffering, knowing that it is the goodness of God that leads you to repentance? God is good, He's using his goodness to attract us to Christ. His goodness, His goodness, His healing. He said, Do you despise the fact that God is good? And you are now boasting. It's forbearance. It's long suffering. It's mercy. It's forgiveness. Don't you know the goodness of God? Lead us to repentance. And when we now come to repentance, we now live a life of joy, a life of celebrant forever. Rise up on your feet. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Raise your hands to heaven. I am a product of your mercy. I celebrate your goodness. I will always look at your goodness all the days of my life. I will not have been where I am today because of your goodness. Your mercy brought me to where I am. Your goodness helped me to where I am. I am not a product of my work. I am a product of grace. You are too good. Too good to me. You love me so much. Go ahead and worship him for his goodness. His goodness towards you. Your goodness towards me is without end. You are my everlasting father. God of mercy. God of grace. You have been good to me. When I'm faithful, when I'm unfaithful. When I'm righteous, when I'm unrighteous. When I'm a sinner, when I'm a saint. Before I even know you, you have been so good to me. My mates are dying. Lord, I thank you for your life. You have saved me because of your mercy. You saved me because of your goodness. Thank you because your goodness is leading me to repentance every day. Your goodness is helping me to think that you are good. your goodness, your goodness, your goodness, your goodness, your goodness, your goodness. Your goodness your goodness. Make me a celebrant this month. It is your goodness that make me a celebrant. Lord, I thank you because of your goodness. Lord, I thank you because of your mercy. If you can't see his goodness, you cannot become a celebrant. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. I know, I know when I preach a message like this, you can't finish the prayer any day. You can't. Because revelation is deep. Raise your arms to heaven. Say, Father, Carry me like a shepherd will carry sheep. Carry me to my desired destination. Carry me to a place of joy. Carry me to a place of happiness. Carry me to a place where I will be happy. Carry me where my prayer will be answered. Carry me, Lord. Support me and carry me. And help me to stand. Lift me up. The way you lift up a sheep that was lost. And carry the sheep on your shoulder. And show it love. Lord, take care of me. Take care of my life. You are my shepherd. You are not only my savior. You are my shepherd. The sheep feed his flock. The shepherd feed his flock. Lord, feed me. Lead me. Help me. Raise me. Support me. Carry me. Take care of me. Go ahead. Let him be your shepherd. You are like a sheep. Let him carry you. Lord, carry me and help me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now your two hands to heaven again. Lord, open my eyes so that we see my benefit in Christ. Go ahead and pray for yourself. Open, I want to see my benefits. I want to look for the benefit of my calling. Oh, the benefit of my calling, the riches of my calling, the inheritance of my salvation. Let me see it now let my eyes of understanding let it be open let me see it on time not when I'm old let me see the things that you are prepared for me the blessing you are prepared for me as I worship let this house be a house of revelation where I will see my benefit in Christ in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayer open your eyes One of the benefits of you being a child of God is that you take Holy Communion. It is for your benefit and healing. Once you recognize the importance of the Holy Communion, it must heal you on a weekly basis. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, as I take the Holy Communion, let it help me and deliver me from every sickness and destruction and attack. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let this holy communion. Be for my healing. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Amen. Amen.
1: A lua côdita ire Oh,